Hi, welcome to Andis Writing, a tipsy writing podcast for one of our mini episodes. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check our website at anditswriting.com. I'm Amy Avery, writer of adult fantasy. I also self-publish under the pen name Avery Ames. And I'm DC McNaughton, speculative and historical fiction writer. So grab a drink, pop in your earbuds, and enjoy today's episode. Hello. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's, that's, a much, that's a much different than our usual, like, chirpy greeting. But that, that's, that's, that's the sound of me and Avery recording an episode on a very salty day. Salty day. We got many episodes to record, and I'm a salty bitch. You're salty. <laughs> I've had a week already. It's what, what day is it? Wednesday. I've had a week already. Yeah, and we still got to do this. Yeah, we love it. And we have to do it. So here we are salty as ever and ready to record anything. (laughs) This is what we do for you guys. This is how much we love you. (laughs) The amount of real life things that get in the way that you have to modify and move around to record a podcast. It's just funny. It's funny to think about all the things that go on and that are going on in our lives while we record these great podcast episodes. (laughs) And I just, for a second, I had a moment where I was like, wait, what What were we talking about? I don't remember what was the fucking topic. But I remember now, we're going to talk about whether you should publicly critique or review books if you are also an author. Because this gets into some sticky territory. Oh my god, you know, it's really funny that you say this, because me and my uh, shitty attitude about mostly everything... There was this one time you were reading a book and you said that I'm gonna, you were marking it off on a different Goodreads page. And I was like, Mm -hmm. why are you using a different Goodreads page to like rate (laughs) books? And you're like, well, because like, you know, like, I don't want anybody to take it the wrong way and like have it look bad at me as an author. And I'm like, fuck that, dude. Just say what you want. Like, fuck it. And then like. I got an agent <laughs> and I realized suddenly that I didn't like my Goodreads anymore because and I started like deleting all of my like reviews and I was like, oh God, this is what Avery was talking about. I'm all scared now. Well, and it got, for me, it got real weird when I started asking for blurbs because, okay, first of all, I think I should explain my Goodreads ratings really quickly. I am a bit stingy with my ratings. Five is not like a good book. Five is an, this book changed my fucking life. I will read it a hundred times. So I don't have a lot of fives. Four is, this is a great book. I loved it. I will recommend it to my friends. It's awesome, but it's not like in my top 10. And then three is like, this was a pretty good book. I really liked it. This is not the rating system most people use because Goodreads (laughs) is not standardized. So a lot of people see a three and think it's bad. Some people see a four and think it's not great. So are you sure that's not just you projecting, thinking that threes are bad? Because <laughs> I think threes are okay. <laughs> I, I do think threes are okay. Um, usually three-star reviews are the ones I read when I'm looking at a book. Yep, same. Because those are the ones that are like, here's what worked, here's what didn't work, and I can look at it and go, okay. But when I was asking for blurbs, I was asking for blurbs from authors that I had given four stars. And I was like, what if they go to look at my Goodreads and go, well, you didn't love my book, so I'm not going to blurb your book. So I started clearing out. I deleted 
my personal Goodreads completely (laughs) because I was like, you never know. There are authors who see a four and get their feelings hurt because it's not a five. And if you're asking somebody to read your book and say good things about it, it feels kind of shitty to not have like given them the best rating. So I don't know. Yeah. No, like I, I am in the same boat. Like I am like, I don't know if I'm going to leave reviews anymore. Like I just, I just don't know. Cause yeah, it's like, you don't want somebody to take it personally, I guess. And like, mm-hmm. you never know when you're going to bump into them down the line. And yeah, like, I, I think that it would be really cool to get like feedback from fellow authors. That's really great. But it's like, how do you do it without like, lying or Mm -hmm. making yourself look like a total tool. I don't know. I try to think, would I be upset if, uh, let's say, oh my gosh, in this magical uh, (laughs) fantasy universe I live in, like, let's say Diana Gabaldon leaves me a three-star review on one of my books, and then she reaches out to me and says, hey, will you do a blurb for my book? Would I care? (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, I'll do it for you, goddamn Diana Capaldi. But you know, when you're like a new author like you, like, do, do they even look? Do they even say, oh, does this little crapshoot author, do they really, do, am I really going to look up their Goodreads and, and and figure out if they've ever said anything bad about me? Am I going to do that? I don't know. Like, I would like to say I would be the bigger person. And I honestly, I wouldn't be like insulted and I wouldn't like throw a big fit about it, but I would look. <laughs> And if they gave me, if I went, if somebody comes to me and says, hey, will you blur my book? And I go look and they gave my book a three star. I'm not going to get mad about it. I just want to know. I'm just curious. Yeah. Uh, but also, I think side tangent very quickly. Um, I think you and I have a lot more pragmatic outlook on reviews than a lot of people because we both came through yeah. art. You even more so than me, but I did go to college for it for a while and got like some brutal critiques. We've both gotten brutal book critiques and beta reads. And I'm in a big group and we've had the discussion about, do you read your own reviews? And some people are like, I don't read them. I see a three-star review and I get devastated. And I'm like, I joke about how I'm the big Lebowski. I'm just like, that's just like your opinion, man. Like I see a two-star and I'm like, okay. You can think whatever you want. Like you're, it's perfectly valid for somebody to read my book and go, I didn't like it. And I'm like, okay. Okay. (laughs) Sorry you didn't like it. The only one, (laughs) the only one I ever freaked out about was one of my early reviews that I think it was a four. I don't even think it was. Yeah, you did. You freaked out about the four. And I was like, are you kidding me, Avery? (laughs) It wasn't that it was a four. (laughs) It was that the one thing they pointed out is like there, this was the thing I didn't like hit me right in the this is my fear that this is what's going to like make people upset about this book. And I was afraid that people are going to read that part and be like, this isn't what I wanted. And that was what that review said. And so that's why I freaked out about it. Because I was like, oh, what if this is a portent of things to come? And now I've got more reviews. And now I'm like, okay, now I've gotten enough of a spread of reviews. I've got two stars. I don't have a one yet. We'll see how. That's great. It, it will come. I will get a one at some point. Do you have any fives yet? I have some fives, I have some fours, I have some threes, and I have, I think, at least one, two. Were any of them from authors? <laughs> yeah, talking about the authors, you don't know how the author on the other side is going to feel. It's kind of where I was going with this like weird right, walk. Yeah. Is you don't know if they're going to be one of the people who reads a three star and is devastated by it. Or if there's someone like me who's like, that's valid. Yeah. So <laughs> when you're rating another author's book, 
you just don't know how they're going to take it. And when they're like a name, when you're just a reader before you get agented, before you sometimes even before you start writing, they're like a nameless, faceless being. <laughs> and now they're a colleague. And now you may end up on a yeah. panel with them at a convention. You may see them at a book signing yeah. at a, like some joint event. You may meet them at a festival or a conference. And they may or may not even know who you are. Like, especially, for example, the Diana Gabaldon. <laughs> like, I rank Diana Gabaldon's <laughs> book. And then we happen to meet at a conference. She's not going to know which one I was. But when you're right. both, like, smaller authors or if, for example, like, in a world, in a great world where I become, like, mega famous, someone may look at my rating and go, oh, Amy gave me, like, a two-star. <laughs> so, like, how, yeah, it's just, I just, I don't know. It's a sticky situation. When when this happened to me and I had this realization, I, I did decide to keep my Goodreads. I just removed all my comments. I didn't change mm. any of my reviews. Like I, because there were, you know, I read a lot of like, um, like for instance, like new tour books and mm -hmm. a lot of those authors, they don't have a lot of reviews. So like I wanted to leave the ratings. Yeah. Just to help others. And I remember being in the situation where one of, one of my reviews is, is a little lower mm -hmm. on one of those authors. And I sat there and I was like, you know, it's not the lowest review that this author's gotten. And this book really did really kind of pissed me off <laughs> the author is in like the same subcultures as i'm in they're in the same groups clicks um the transgender community things like that and uh you know I, there was a long point where i was like do i just remove this because like the, the likelihood of me running into this author is actually quite big mm -hmm. uh like you know, in the grand scheme of things, like it is a very likely event that I will run into this person. And I was like, do I leave this two star review about their debut novel? And I ended up leaving it <laughs> because in my head, I was like, all right, I think this author knows what they did by this point. And maybe if, if I run into them in real life and it's either going to be a conversation starter or a conversation <laughs> ender. And there was a moment where I was like, okay, like, and it, it, they might've been somebody I asked for a blurb for because they're, they had a genre that was very similar. I'm like, what do I do if this author sees my review? I mean, I guess the worst that they can do is say no. <laughs> and then I guess I don't get a blurb from an author whose debut novel I didn't really like. <laughs> and it's like, all right, okay, fine. You know, but that's just me. You know, I'm a hard-headed, like, oh, my opinion, I have to be Abe Lincoln. I'm always honest. Like, I don't <laughs> lie about stuff. Like, I want my reviews to be there. I will probably get to a point where I take them down. It's it's very difficult. I like looking back at the things that I have. It's just, I don't know. God damn. You know, I wish I could leave it and people just wouldn't take uh -huh. it so hard. But not everybody's, you know. But also it feels good. Like when I, when, when I go to read a book, I actually look at how many reviews it has. Like what is the, uh, like how far has it gotten? What's the reach of this? Oh, we're back. Holy shit. Y'all, y'all, 
I just disconnected for the second time this episode on the worst day ever. And because a storm came right before we were supposed to record these and now the internet's down and I went to call Skype on my phone and then it wouldn't let me log into my account and then my phone almost died and now here I am trying to remember what I was talking about. I I literally have no idea what we were talking about. I'm pretty sure it wasn't very important. It was definitely about me trying to decide in my future if I should, for instance, not leave any star ratings on Goodreads. And I'm starting to think that maybe I shouldn't. Oh, oh, I remember what I was going to say in response to whatever. I was going to wait for you to finish and then I was going to say a thing. And so I don't remember what you were saying, but I know what I was going to say. Say it. Say it, girl. (laughs) This is going to be a weird episode. (laughs) Um, Which is that you were talking about wanting to be like honest and I do. I'm like, I'm not going to lie and say something is a five star if it's not. And so <laughs> sometimes it's like, it's better to pretend I didn't read it. Even if I'm like, objectively, I can tell it's a good book, but I, I didn't personally love it because it wasn't for me. What do I do? Do I leave a three star? I don't know. I can't do that. Like now I know these people. They're like part of my group. Like I have an idea, Avery. I just got a brilliant idea. What? <laughs> How about, since the stars are subjective, we decide as authors to only give four and five star reviews. And our uh, authors know it is a secret that a four star review is like, okay, maybe it's not my favorite. And a five five star (laughs) review is, I really like this book. And then nobody can take anything personally and nobody has to hide anything. And then no authors get to have bad reviews. Well, part of it is like, okay, I can just be like, I didn't read it for the ones that I end up not liking. I can be like, oh, it's, I just never got around to it. But then at the same time, people are going to think that that means I didn't like it if I didn't get around to it. But also I am a slow reader and sometimes I really don't get around to it. So it's like, no, no, it might mean I didn't like it. It might mean I legit never got around to reading it because I only can read like 10 books a year. I used to say 12. It's been downgraded. Now it's 10. (laughs) Just, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's it's so hard. Like, I don't know what to do because I don't want to. I don't know. I'm kind of, I'm kind of feeling my, I'm kind of feeling my uh, new five and four star reviews only it can't possibly get me in trouble and then there's kindness everywhere i you know my therapist would urge me that i to be more positive (laughs) so technically technically it's therapeutic for me to just give all the books four and five star reviews yes it's like you know, if you think if you think you're going to be miserable, you probably will be miserable. But you, if you pretend that you're happy, you might actually even feel it just a little bit. It's, it's like that thing where they I don't know if this is true or not, but they used to do the thing where they talked about how they'd like make people put like a pencil in their mouth. Have you heard about this? No. OK, they would make people like put a pencil like in their mouth between their teeth and it would like force you to kind of make like sort of a smile. And it would like make people happier because they were like, their brain was like, well, if you're smiling and 
was like a weird <laughs> thing. And it, it was a thing that was cited somewhere sometime. It was like one of those like urban myth kind of things, but not like. Important. No, you know what? Yeah. Though it's real because, like, it's like this. It, like, it literally sends a signal to your brain that you're happy when you smile. So, like, there are these like days where I'd be like miserable, and like, you know, I would be like, okay, well, I'm supposed to just smile when I'm miserable because sup supposedly it helps. And I just be like sitting on my fucking exercise bike, having the worst fucking day of my life, grinning like the goddamn most insane version of Joker you've ever seen, like trying to stay sane by smiling. And it was dumb that it like actually like tickled my brain a little bit so that I didn't feel quite as sad. It's like, I'm fucking happy. I promise I'm fucking happy. <sighs> either that or we can all just start taking really cold showers before leaving reviews yes. in general yes just hype ourselves up i guess in the end i guess my final thought would be that there's a lot of unkindness in the world just throw your negative feelings out and don't share them with anybody yeah. <laughs> i think it's beneficial on all sides as, i mean as a very negative person one thing i've fucking learned is that it's just better for me to not be negative because like it's just like it, it it makes people sad it makes me sad after i do it and uh sometimes i just gotta be like throw that negativity in the garbage be happy instead and you know i'm starting to think that maybe that's a self-abuse of some sort but i i don't know i <laughs> god like <laughs> god damn you can't do anything right you know? that's a deeper issue for later that is a deep deep issue <laughs> deep issue so yeah i just i think my final thoughts are I think whether you should leave reviews as an author depends on your standing and your brand and your, I think it depends on your status. I know we're coming up on time here, but I was just gonna say, I think it depends on your status. Cause if you're like a baby new debut author, you're kind of like, I don't want anybody to be mad at me. But like, if you're like, if you're fucking Stephen King, you can say whatever the fuck you want. <laughs> you can shit on whatever you want. <laughs> you can... So, I mean, it just, it depends. It depends on you and what you want to do. But generally, be honest. Don't lie. Don't leave good reviews for books you don't like. And one last thought. If you are a person who is very, um, I don't know, um, not conservative and you are of the community of us who are very open-minded and love everybody and think everybody should love everybody and we're transgender friendly and we are mental health friendly and let's say you come across a book written by a turf you might you might be able to consider that yes. maybe your fans would like you more mm -hmm. <laughs> for yeah. releasing a bad <laughs> review yes so you <laughs> that, know that is a caveat big bigotry is a caveat <laughs> take take your negative energy and plug it into something that truly deserves it i, I would also like to note uh very briefly as we wrap up that we are both speaking from a place of not being bipoc authors who have it even harder um as far as navigating social issues because the retaliations against them can be harder we can't speak to that um so oh, we are kind of speaking from point. A place of privilege here where 
we are in a different situation and I just wanted to note that and that is not our place to talk about that situation. Good point. But I am going to do my best to use my privilege to (laughs) make other people that are mean to other people feel really bad about it because I can get away with it. Yes. And I'm so sorry that not everyone can because that's fucking unfair. Yeah. Okay. Well, this one went long because we were like ranty and had technical issues and stuff and anything. But do you have any final, final thoughts? Yes. I I just want to say that I swear to God, I'm not laughing because I think anything is funny. I'm laughing maniacally because I hate everything that is against everyone that deserves better. Yeah. <laughs> that is maniac. That's a maniacal laughter. Yeah. We've had the like, everything is terrible and we have to laugh or else kind of days. So we're yeah. in that mindset as well. So we love you people. Yes. Yes. Anyway, no, I'm pretty good. Okay. I think that's it. I think we're good. This is going to be a fun one. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much for joining us. Every other Friday, you can also join us at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Twitch for a live stream. To see the upcoming schedule, check out our website at anditswriting.com. And a reminder that if you heard anything in the episode that interested you, please check out the show notes for links and information.